Welcome back. Hour number four of the Bill Michael Show. We are glad you're on board today. Thanks so much for taking a listen to us. Certainly appreciate it. 877-867-1670 is the number you can hit us up at. You can also hit me on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find our friend uh, Grant Bills at Wisco Grant. At Wisco Grant. You can track him down there. So that's always good. Good stuff. And uh, you can watch us over on YouTube as well. And you can find us in so many different areas. So no problem. Uh, I Somebody said, uh, we were talking before we went to the top of the hour commercial break, and they said uh, find the high school football on the ABC affiliate. Uh, I actually tracked it down, uh, at least in the Milwaukee area, it's on My24. Now, I know some people say it's on the ABC affiliate, and wherever it is happens to be in WXOW uh, uh, in Lacrosse. Uh, Eau Claire, WQOW as well, uh, WASA, WAOW, so all the television stations out in that area. So there you go. It's on my 24, WCGV and Madison KOW. So good. I got some uh, got some high school football on. Love that. And again, uh, as we said a little bit earlier, and uh, somebody had kind of noted, and I don't remember who necessarily said it, but uh, I said congratulations um, you know, to uh, uh, Edgar and Stratford. Both great seasons here in Wisconsin high school football. So you got uh, the uh, finals today, tonight, tomorrow, and tomorrow night, and that be it. Then you wrap up the uh, high school football season. So excited for that. Uh, let's do this. Uh, let's switch gears. We'll go from baseball back into football. And um, so last night, uh, Romeo Dobbs had a chance. Mike Clemens caught up with him. And, uh, and Romeo Dobbs um, – Caught up with him, caught up with Jaden Reed. We're going to hear from both of those guys. But one of the things that uh, Romeo Dobbs was asked, does does Matt LaFleur emphasize is is this week they finally got a first drive score. They finally got a uh, first half touchdown. They looked more crisp uh, starting out against Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, that didn't sustain because we know midway through the third into the fourth quarter, it really, really didn't do a whole lot after that. And they also, they, they moved the football. It was the turnovers that ultimately killed them. So does he emphasize the aspects of the game from week to week uh, or just to, to match up against specific opponents? Um, I mean, again, you know, whatever opponent we got in front of us, we just game plan it, just kind of see what they like to do, what are they strengths in the defenses, you know, personnels or whatnot and what are their weaknesses or whatnot but I mean again man this league's a week-to-week league um, you know just got to keep growing within it and just got to find a way to be better the Chargers can put up points Justin Herbert like I said he's kind of mid-mountain right now everybody keeps waiting for him to ascend and get towards the top with others like Joe Burrow like Patrick Mahomes like Jalen Hurts all these quarterbacks that have kind of grown and proven themselves and he just he just remains. Sometimes he looks really good. Other times that team defensively doesn't. They lose games. And he has not been able to elevate that team to the point where they've been able to win consistently. So Romeo Dobbs was asked, look, this is a team that puts up points. So have you guys talked about this where, you know, a lot of teams are starting to, in certain situations beyond the 40, they're going for it on fourth down. Has he been – have they talked about that because they want to keep the ball out of the hands of the, the Chargers and because they put up so many points? Uh, if I had to, um, I would definitely leave that up for Coach LaFleur every time. Um, but, 
again, man, I know this offense, uh, this offense that we're going up against this week, you know, they know how to a pretty good offense, know how to put points on the board. But again, man, it just comes down to just, you know, everybody in the offensive section, uh, section just making plays on their end and just making sure that we just get a dub in the long run. So, so last week, you know, we've talked about it. Mike Clements talked about it. This team, uh, after the game the other day, they the receivers got together in the back of the locker room. And I don't know what specifically they were discussing. Uh, Matt LaFleur very much joked that they were all looking at TikTok. But uh, one of the questions was when you have a meeting like that, when you get everybody together, when you've got leaders on this team that say, hey, come here, and then guys start to get into the discussion, you have a meeting after the game. Uh, when you have that type of situation after a loss, after that Steelers loss, does it help? Does it help you prepare? Does it bring camaraderie together and all that kind of stuff? Um, it helps us tremendously, you know, because, I mean, once we watch the tape, we just figure out what we can get better at and, you know, just build off of whatever we did good on. So, um, again, this week is, a, you know, another week of football. We get to play. It's another opportunity. And we just got to, you know, execute, play by play, just doing our 111. So. Execute, play by play, do the 111, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's kind of cliche, but I think the bottom line there is when he said, yeah, it does help. It helps tremendously. Uh, and I do. I, I believe that as well. I, I really do. Um, the performance last week, we know the Packers put up points. They started to look a little more fluid. They seemed to play better. They, even towards the end, they were able to move the football. It's just, like I said, it was the two picks that, you know, ended up, uh, you know, dooming this team. But a good performance like that, do you feel now, like, you know, here come the Chargers, but do you feel now like you have something to build upon? Yes, it can. Um, you know, uh, progression is, you know, better than being perfect. So, um, again, you know, just throughout the week of practice, we just figure out ways to get better. And, you know, just, you know, keen on the details in the meeting room, just making sure that we locked in and everything that we got to get done. So. Keying on the details in the meeting room. You know, you wonder what the emphasis is from Matt LaFleur on stuff like that. You know, if there's like, you know, last week we heard that, you know, Matt LaFleur really got on the guys about going up and getting the 50-50 balls. Don't allow them to fall or at the very least knock them down so the opponent isn't coming down with them. Come back and play more physical. So we heard there was an emphasis there. Now he says it's more details within the meeting room. So he was asked to comment, uh, you know, Matt LaFleur saying that the quarterback Justin Herbert and the Chargers they could end up turning this thing. Here's the thing. I know Matt LaFleur said this thing could be a shootout. The problem is Packers haven't scored more than 20 points in a while and not that often. So I don't know how you have a shootout when you got a team, one team that comes to the game basically with an empty gun, no bullets in it, so to speak. So when you're talking about a shootout. So has he talked about the ability of this Chargers team to put up points, which means the emphasis is now, yeah, the defense has to play well, but the emphasis is on the offense to one sustain drives, keep the defense off the field, and two, you got to put points up. You can't keep walking away with turnovers and, and nothing. So he was asked if there was an emphasis on that. I mean, this would be huge, man. Um, you know, like I said before, pretty got some pretty good offensive weapons on that section. But um, again, it's you know comes down to the offense. Just make sure we put points on the board, and you know, can't wait to see what it looked like on Sunday. Got to put points on the board. Nothing deep. You know what I mean? There's, there's, there's nothing deep here. 
I would not pay Romeo Dobbs to promote uh, a boxing match or a, or a UFC fight, let's say. No. We had Sean Merriman on earlier this week. Yeah. Romeo Dobbs probably doesn't have a career in promoting. No. No, I would agree with that. Uh, we got one more for you. One more. And the question was, what do the Green Bay Packers need to do to prevent a loss at home? Nothing really different. Just making sure that we, you know, just honing on the details more in practice and just making sure that, you know, just staying locked in, you know, in the meeting rooms, practice field, you know, just making sure that we get everything corrected. So. A lot of the same old, same old, in other words. A lot of the same old, same old. I agree with you, though. There's not a uh, – I can't imagine Romeo Dobbs getting into a huddle and being a rah-rah guy. Very subdued. Then again, you know, Devontae Adams was that way. You know, he was he was that kind of guy. He was the guy that he was very monotone, very cool, calm and collected. Got on the field, had a little more fire to him, but he he was a hey, you know if you walk softly and carry a big stick, that's all we care about. Speaks that's clearly, about. and I like what he has to say. Yeah. It's just all business. There's no showmanship. Yep. Nope, completely agree, one hundred percent. Eight seven seven. When we come back after the uh, break, we're going to hear from Jaden Reed as well, and uh, we'll we'll uh, get into that. Uh, by the way, I, and look, I, I, I live in the Milwaukee area. I found the games. They're on my 24. I know people are searching for it, but people are saying, hey, look, I just went to such and such, and uh, General Hospital's on. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 if I'm not living there, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, and I'm not, not searching for it on the fly. I was just – I started scrolling through all the channels just to see what the hell, uh, what the hell I had in my area. So <laughs> you got Stratford taking on Darlington right now. So uh, that, which is fantastic. And they just kicked off, just got underway. There's just over eight minutes to go in the first quarter. <laughs> but if you got General Hospital on, uh, I'm sorry, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Let's do this. We'll step out real quick. We'll take a quick break. We'll hear what Jaden Reed has to say when we come back. We got a lot more to get to. We got uh, What Do We Miss coming up at the end of the program today. The Bill Michael Show continues on this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends. I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Our friends at Sloppy Joe's and Smoke on the Water. Out at Smoke on the Water, and I, I can't emphasize this enough, they have the Okachi Christmas uh, uh, concert coming up on December 8th and 9th. It's 75 bucks. You get some drinks. You get some heavy appetizers. You can buy a VIP package if you choose to do so. They have got Zeno and Joe, and they're going to do a lot of Christmas traditional Christmas carols and stuff, but also they're going to put up uh, some rock music and stuff afterwards. It's going to be a terrific night, and it benefits Fisher House, Wisconsin. So if you can do it, you can help out military members, their families, their friends, and such, and uh, and those that are uh, veterans as well. So please get hold of our friends. Smoke on the Water, Okachi. Smoke on the Water, BBQ, Okachi over on Facebook. Same thing on Instagram and such, or just call them directly. But get some tickets while they last. It's December 8th and 9th. You can go either night or both if you choose to do so. But uh, they're doing some good things for Fisher House, Wisconsin, and we can't say thanks enough. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. 
Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 11 Good to have you. 877-867-1670. That's the number to get a hold of us. Bill Michael Show. And uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Boondocks, Barbecue Burgers, and Brews. Same thing out in Oconomowoc. And if you are looking for somebody to, uh, you know, do the cooking for you during the holiday season, they'll do it. All you got to do is get a hold of them. Go to boondocksbbqs.com. That is boondocksbbqs.com. Good stuff. Um... You know what? Uh, there, you know, to answer your question, Grant, yes. Yeah, we'll talk a little high school football tomorrow. No problem. Give uh, because high school football in this state is 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 pretty big. It's uh, a lot of people get into it. A lot of t- especially outs. Once you get outside of Milwaukee, and Milwaukee still don't get me wrong, they still got you know bigger schools, and there's a lot of pride. And I know, like, you know, Grafton is having a hell of a year and on a resurgence when they have not been good for quite some time. And, you know, they're excited about it in Division Three, uh, just like when Pewaukee. When Pewaukee went, they were excited about that in Division Three, So they had a lot of excitement. You know, Waukesha West has always been strong. Uh, you know, um, God, there's been so many big. So Homestead was big. Arrowhead's been big. So there's been a lot that is, you know, in this area that people get excited about. But in the smaller towns, Outside of Milwaukee, I mean, that's, you know, that everybody knows everybody, and, and that's a big deal. So, absolutely, we can talk some high school football tomorrow. I'm geeked for that. Love high school football. Do you ever, do you ever get that many high school games? Do I ever go to? Not anymore. Yeah. I used to go to them every Friday night because we would cover them for, you know, work. We'd do broadcasts yeah. or the video stream or whatever. But uh, I'm more of a high school basketball fan. I'm not anti-high school football, but I never played. High school football. I never played any right. level of football, so I don't typically follow it super closely. I went. Uh, I went to a couple of games this year. Last year, I went to more. But um, on a Friday night, if Kristen and I are out and we have nothing going on, which is rare, but you know, and we're off in the distance, and you see the lights because you can see Pewaukee from here. You can uh, drive past Waukesha North from here. Uh, Waukesha West is just south of here. Uh, Brookfield East, Brookfield Central, all, all of that. I'll just stop by. I'll just go because you just run into some people you may know. But I just like watching high school football. Always have. 
I don't know. I, maybe it's because it's been ingrained in me since I've been a kid, like a little kid. I remember being like going to grade school, kindergarten type of thing. And my mom and dad would take me. That's why I grew up like an elder fan at the time. My mom and dad would take me to the elder games. It was just like historic to go to the pit and see a game in the, the, the cement stadium and the shoe. And, you know, it, it was just always a big deal. So high school football has always been a part. So, yeah, we'll, t- we'll talk some high school football tomorrow. Be excited about that. Looking forward to it. Good call. Um, so Jaden Reed, by the way, uh, who uh, also Mike Clemens uh, caught up with. Uh, appreciate that. And Mike's always in the uh, – and then the locker room's doing yeoman's work. Jaden Reed was asked right now, is there is there pressure on this offense, not just because you're playing the Chargers who can put up some points, but is there pressure on this offense to score and score early now that you've been able to see that you can actually do it on an opening drive like they did against Pittsburgh? I mean, we've developed a relationship in the receiver room uh, as, a, as the season went on. So, you know, we just got that kind of relationship where – we all gravitate towards each other. We all with each other. Uh, we don't get away from each other. And, you know, we try to find our solution on what we can do better to become a better unit. So um, that's just what we do in our room. And, you know, uh, Roman, those guys do a great job of, you know, keeping us all together. And uh, that's what we do. Now, Jaden Reed, uh, I like Jaden Reed for what he's accomplished so far. He's, he, I, don't, I think his ceiling is probably lower than most. But I uh, <laughs> have to pause for a minute. The screen frozen here. And I don't know if it did in the broadcast everywhere else in high school football. But everybody's set. The play's ready to go. And I'm waiting for the snap of the football because it catches my eye in the background and the screen froze. So it's like the, the perfect all-22 setup where you can literally, if you went to the screen right now, you could draw – you know, circle a guy and say he's going to go this way, and this, it's the perfect set. Oh, there we go. Okay, I guess they had a technical difficulty out in Madison. <laughs> so, Anyway, uh, Jaden Reed uh, said, hey, look, uh, they all know that uh, the Chargers can score. They can put up some points. So one of his, one of his comments is we got to do the same. We got to score early and got to score a lot. I mean, that's our goal every game. So, you know, we know our job. We just got to watch the film, know our opponent, and, you know, um, attack this week and execute and practice so it can, you know, translate to the game. One of the things he was asked was, you know, go back to the beginning of the season and what you were thinking and how you were preparing and how you're doing it now and, and you know, how prepared you are, how much more advanced you are and how much you've improved going all the way back since the start of the season. We looking to score every week, so that's always the mindset. I don't think it's like any pressure, you know, put on to anybody. It's just we understand in this league, you know, certain things you got to do to win. So uh, he was also asked, "What's more frustrating, uh, the three and out punt, or no points scored when you get into the red zone?" Uh, just putting it all together, really. That's what you know we've been trying to do, and obviously we did struggle in the red zone last week, and you know. That's why we got this week to bounce back and work on it. And, yep, that's just our mindset, trying to find ways to get better and, and improve on the things that we didn't do well in, in the previous game. So, uh, And then uh, he was also asked, like, look, you know, the meeting after the uh, game last week with all the receivers, was that something that was brought up by the guys? Or was that something that one of the coaches had pointed out and said, hey, why don't you guys get together and talk about it? It's all player-led. It's just the relationship we have with each other. And, you know, that's what we continue to try to do, stick with each other. There you go. All player-led. Which, you know, 
I think it's good. I it, it, it can be helpful. Um, you know, that way, put it this way. First thing is it evolve it it um it gets around if there's finger pointing on the field. Because you've already discussed certain things and where you're supposed to be and when and such, so you get around anything like that because you're you're having a very frank and open honest discussion about a lot of things. There are advantages and disadvantages to the way that Goody built this team. Like everyone's young, right? And yep. the disadvantages of that is if none of these young guys are putting it together, the team can look really bad. And they've looked really bad in certain games. But one of the advantages of everyone being young is no one has a leg to stand on. Like, no one can finger point because none of these guys have ever accomplished anything. So I, I, I think maybe that's a big advantage of this season where if Reed messes up, it's not like Luke Musgrave can yell at him. Luke Musgrave hasn't right. accomplished anything either. So that's that's part of, the, of of why growing together and being a young team, that's part of why that can be good. Right. No, I agree. Pac fan says, how good was your high school football team? Did you guys ever play for the state? We weren't that good. Uh, our, my junior year, uh, back in the day, if you ever remember the name of Moeller High School, uh, Jerry Fouts, who was the, uh, ended up being the head coach at uh, Notre Dame for a short period of time, Jerry Fouts was the uh, head coach of Moeller for a long time. Moeller just dominated the state. Moeller was the absolute beast. And uh, my junior year, now, I started ever since I was a freshman. I started on varsity at, at, even at, uh, in the freshman year. But my junior year, we started off 7-0, and and it looked like – I mean, that was everybody's rival in the GCL. And it looked like we were going to be legit. And uh, I'll never forget. I mean, they had brought in auxiliary stands, and, God, they had, uh, they had 20 grand, 20,000 people there. It was packed, packed. And they brought in auxiliary stands in the end zone. I think that might have been the first time that we got a sniff uh, of like an ESPN back in the day. I can't remember, but I know there was a national. It wasn't a broadcast. It was just there getting highlights. Uh, and we got dump trucked. We, we, I think we lost like 42-14, something like that. Um, it, it, that was pretty much it. And then after I graduated, that's when they really – started to get good like five years after I graduated they hired uh, uh, a couple of different coaches and and but Billy Ramsey came in and really took it over the top as a matter of fact Ramsey's kid ended up going on to play at Indiana he was a quarterback for Indiana for a short period of time but um but yeah got dump trucked so oh, Pac-Man says 56-14 was the final yeah <laughs> yeah we got dump trucked so uh, but yeah it was uh we got beat and beat up pretty good. And then once they fired Coach Backus, Backus, I never liked him. I uh, was never a fan. Um, but once they got rid of Backus and they, and they started to change the program a little bit, and then it got big, and now it's like crazy. Um, they're sponsored by Under Armour, and, God, their field is fantastic. They've resurfaced and refurbished uh, the pit. And uh, they still bring in all the auxiliary stands. And it's just, it gets crazy. And the schedule they play is amazing because they actually, they play their, their schedule within the, the city, but they play all the top state teams, the st top state Kentucky teams, Indiana teams, and they'll get a team every now and then. They'll either go to or, or get a team from like Texas or Florida or something like that. It's, 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 it's big time. It's big time. So... And now everybody is good. Xavier is good. LaSalle is good. Moeller is still 
pretty good team as well. Cleveland St. Ignatius is really good. I mean, that's that state is a big time state for big time big time high school football, and that's the reason that Luke Fickle wanted to indoctrinate himself so much when he started coaching at the University of Cincinnati was because, look, Ohio State's always going to get the first look, but any kid that even even blinks without going to Ohio State, that's who he wanted to collect, and that's one of the reasons he became uh, a pretty successful coach down there. They had, I think they had, I don't know how many kids they had locally, like I want to say 20-something kids locally the year they went to the uh, Final Four in the BCS. They had a lot of local kids on that team that were playing. Anyway, uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to get a hold of us, please feel free to do so. 877-867-1670. Go ahead and take a quick break. Come back. We got uh, some what did we miss? We got, we got buy or sell coming up. Did you do any of that today? We got we, that tomorrow. We can do a buy or sell, or we can save it for tomorrow. That's your call. Let's save it. Let's save it for tomorrow. Let's we'll save it. it for tomorrow. All right. Rather than throwing you the curveball, we'll save. I tell you my high school football stories, but I don't have. I didn't play high school football, but I have. (laughs) Man, do I have some barn burner cross country stories, Bill? We can. There you go. We can. We can save those two. Hey, I. You know what? Cross country. I. I could never do it. I. I was. Nope. Couldn't do it. I. I would run a little bit once I got out of college. I would run, and I. I really did. I went to. That's back before they started putting the tracks in that are the soft tracks. That's back when they had the cinder, mm-hmm. and I would run. I would run the cinder tracks, and it, it just after a while, and my knees and my back got so bad, I just couldn't couldn't run anymore. So, and then I had to have the knee surgery and stuff about ten years ago. But um, I used to run. I would run. I would be the guy that you would see at, at like a high school on a Friday or a Saturday or even early in the morning. I'd go. You know, you run a quarter mile, then you walk a little bit, then you run a quarter mile, you walk a little bit, you, just to get the exercise in. And get the stamina, but I could. I was never a distance runner. Never, could never do it. I, you know, I, I could run if I had to run consistently a couple of miles. I could do that, but beyond that, I'd be just hurling all over myself. So people that ran cross country, God I will. Uh, I could never do it. I'll I'll stand on a soapbox and talk about how awesome a sport it is, and the culture's great, and it's it's. I would recommend cross country to anyone, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it makes for good radio or uh, <laughs> or necessarily the best spectator sport. I think runner like runners like watching tracking cross country, but if if you're right. if you're not a runner or you're not a fan of the sport, then yeah, it's probably it's probably not. For I you. would watch technique and how to run. But I could never emulate that. I, but I, I mean, I, I will say from my freshman year to my, my junior year, I got quite a bit faster. But I never, I, I just never, never got fast. I got faster than what I was. So, in other words, I was, you know, more than a turtle, but far less than a jackrabbit. That's for damn sure. More than the Michael show now. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What's better than a Packers win? Well, how about celebrating a Packers win behind the wheel of a brand new 2023 Chevy Colorado Trail Boss? Right now at Quick Trip, for every dollar you spend with Quick Rewards, you'll earn a Packers point with our Quick Rewards Packers points. Then, with your Quick Rewards app, spend points for your chance to win amazing prizes throughout the season, like a Chevy Colorado Trail Boss. Kick off your winning season with Quick Rewards Packers points, only from Quick Trip. See quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes for details. Good to have you back. Out, 
Bill Michael Show continues on. Hey, don't forget about our friends. Big Boar Barbecue, lunches, dinners, catering. Right out there in West Salem. Carter and his brothers, they bought the place. It is still family-owned. That's the best part about it. Not only is it tremendous food, but uh, like I said, the catering. So if you want to say thanks to your employees for the end of the year and just say, hey, we appreciate all that you've done for us, you can call them. If you want to take them there, you can take them. Or if maybe you got something else in mind, you can always call over and help out as well. And uh, give them a shout. 608-612-0387. 608-612-0387. That is uh, BigBoarBBQ.com. 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 In West Salem, right out there outside of uh, La Crosse. And I, I try to stop there every time I go into that area. Love that place. Always have, always will. Uh, Jordan Love went uh, and spoke to the media yesterday. If you didn't miss it, we played it last night, but if you missed it last night and you didn't listen to the uh, huddle, Jordan Love talking to the media, here's what he had to say. Um, yeah, I think uh, – <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> right in the background. Um, uh, yeah, I think last week um, just starting the game fast um, – being able to put up points early was a huge step, something we've been, you know, harping on and focusing on, um, which I think that'll definitely carry over to be able to continue that. Um, and then, yeah, I think just continue to finish those games um, when we get those close games. Um, being able to go find a way to win them is what we got to keep building on. Jordan, where do you think the, uh, you've seen the growth in Jaden's game over these past few weeks? It seems like his production has obviously increased, but on the field, off the field, where's the biggest growth part of yeah, I think uh, now I think he's got a lot more comfortable with the system, with the routes he's running, um, where to be, you know, the coverages he's getting for these routes. And I think he's just he's playing really fast. He's not thinking. Um, he knows what he's doing. Um, he knows where he needs to get to. And obviously he's a really fast, dynamic player. And I think he's just able to play really fast right now. Um, and obviously he's making plays on the back end, catching the ball really well and um, doing some good things after the catch. How much of that, like we'll talk after the game about that first play of the, the final drive, mm-hmm. how much of that is Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a trust play, and it's, um, you know, frankly, it was a little bit lucky, which you need. Um, but in the end in of those games, um, in that situation, you know, there's less than a minute left. we got to go a big chunk of the field, um, and we got to score a touchdown. You need um, a chunk play right there. You need a big-time player to step up and, and get those yards, and that's exactly what he did. So uh, that was awesome. What was the lucky part of that? Um, you know, falling down, getting tackled. Um, you know, the, the route was really supposed to go kind of right down the middle between the safeties, and he kind of saw where, where I was going and where I, what I seen. Um, so just having that trust, being on the same page right there, and him just coming across and, and going up and getting that ball, making an awesome uh, you know, finish, getting out of bounds uh, was the, the lucky part. So. In the uh, third quarter, he had the throw in the end zone to Musgrave. Was that, were you going back shoulder there? Is that what you were trying to do? Yes, 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 yes. Um, did he... Had you practiced actually doing back shoulder on that play in the past, or is that something that was new for you guys, and is that one of the reasons it didn't click? And, and if that's the case, how often has that been happening this year where you, you tried to do something that you haven't practiced yet, and you know maybe the next time you hit on it? Yeah, no, that was a, you know, it's a play we've practiced a good amount, but for that specific look, that was kind of the first time we saw that look, something that we weren't really expecting. Um, so they did a good job mixing up their coverages, things like that. But uh, yeah, it was a look that we haven't seen. Um, and that's exactly what I was trying to do. I was trying to back shoulder Luke over the top, but um, you know, it's just kind of one of those looks that we haven't practiced, haven't got reps doing. So he wasn't on the same page as me on what I was thinking. Um, so like you said, it's one of those things that now we've seen um, and we can grow from that learn going forward. And if we get that look again, I'm sure we'll, we'll capitalize on that. Jordan, your red zone offense, a focus at all in practice today? 
Um, not today. So, um, you know, we'll do a, we'll put in our red zone package on Friday. Um, that's when we'll focus on that. But uh, during the week, it was definitely a focus just watching our red zone, the concepts we ran. Um, kind of the, you know, we started off good, um, had those two touchdowns. The, the one to Jay Reed wasn't in the red zone, but the one to Rome was. And then, um, you know, obviously having those trips to the red zone in the game and not coming up away with points was something we focused on when we were watching film on, you know, what we could do better um, and areas we can improve on, what plays we need to begin to. Um, but we'll, we'll focus on our red zone stuff on Friday. Matt was saying he thought you guys handled dealers to edge guys pretty well. How much of a building block can that be given the two guys that Rodgers <clears throat> have on the edge? Yeah, um, no. I think O-line did a great job last week just handling um, all the stuff they kind of thrown at us and obviously handling those two dudes on the edge. And um, it's kind of the same situation this week. You know, two really good rushers on the outside, um, good interior guys. So um, we'll have a similar plan and we got to just, you know, I trust those guys. They're going to they're gonna go handle business out there. Um, give me a clean pocket to be able to get the ball out. So. Jordan, you've been in a variety of different types of games so far through nine games, but you guys really have a shootout type of game. I mean, I think every game you got to have that mindset that, you know, you never know what uh, they're going to do offensively, but, you know, you always got to be able to match them and obviously go one step above. And, you know, when they, the defense gets stopped, we got to go capitalize on that, um, put up points. But, uh, you know, that's kind of the, the mindset we're always ready for is, you know, we got to, Really, just going forward, we got to be able to put up points on every drive. Just kind of focus on ours, on doing us. Focus on what we're doing. Um, you know, we got complete trust in the defense that they're going to get those stops when we need them uh, to get those, and we just got to go up there and put up as many points as we can. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think when you're rolling as offense and you're able to, you know. It doesn't matter what the defense is doing. You're able to just kind of do your thing, put up those points, um, and, and match whatever the other offense is, is able to do. Um, I think that's always fun. And then it, it just, you know, it comes down to the defense just being able to get that one stop. Um, but I think just anytime we can focus on getting as many points as possible, putting up points early on, um, and, and taking a little bit of pressure off our defense where it's not like, you know, we're playing from behind and we got to, you know, catch up, um, I think that'll help. Yeah, it's huge. Um, you know, we're over there watching him return it on the side, and um, you know, we know what type of returner Keyshawn is, and he just takes one, one uh, crease for him to get loose, and uh, it's always awesome to see him when he can find that seam and get down the sideline. And I mean, we're always ready for him to take it to the house, but uh, it, it just gives gives the offense a little bit of energy. Um, and also knowing that you don't have to go as far on the field. Um, so we, we got to do a better job of taking advantage of those opportunities when he puts us in good field position and um, coming away with points. Jordan, do you have any connection with Herbert other than, you know, coming out together? And, I mean, I don't know if you've ever worked out with him or anything like that in California. Mm -hmm. um, what's your impression of him and what, what have you always liked about him? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, me and Justin, uh, we trained together in the offseason at the same place. Um, we trained together coming out of the combine. Um, he's, he's a great dude. He's fantastic. Um, I think he's balled out, um, you know, starting right away. Um, his rookie year was awesome, and then I think he's just continued to stack that. Um, he's a great player, and he's been doing some really good things. And um, I think it's awesome to watch, you know, all the guys that came out with me in that draft class um, just doing big-time things. And, you know, he's deserving of everything that's come to him so far. Just to see what? Sorry to hear. Who can throw it the farthest and who has the, you know? No, no, we haven't done. No, we haven't done any of that stuff. Um, no. Is there anything specific the last couple of weeks you can pinpoint 
tough to get the, the downfield passing game going? Um, no, I mean, I think it's just something that we just got to keep going, keep working at, um, keep improving at daily. But, um, you know, I'm just giving those guys the opportunity to go make plays down the field. Um, and, yeah, I, I can't pinpoint one thing that's, you know, changed or been different. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just think just trying to be a more accurate passer downfield, um, give them those chances, those opportunities, and obviously just um, reading out the plays and, and, you know, taking the looks, taking advantage of the looks we get downfield. But, uh, yeah, nothing's really changed. Yeah, no, I think um, when Matt says let it rip, it's more of, you know, don't hesitate going through my reads, um, you know, trust what I'm seeing out there, um, be confident in it, and just, just let the ball fly. Don't have any hesitation. Um, and that's definitely something I've been, you know, trying to focus on is just trusting my reads, trusting my feet, um, you know, when, when it's time to let the ball come out, just, just trust it, be confident in it, um, you know, just playing trying not to make mistakes, if that makes sense. Um, just going out there and, and uh, taking advantage of what the defense is doing um, and being confident with every throw. We talk all the time, though, about 10 other guys. And that's obviously, that's trusting that the guys' patterns are going to be where they need to be. Mm -hmm. That's not always going to be the case, right? They're going to make, they're young guys, they're going to mm -hmm. make mistakes. So how do you trust it when you know there's a chance that maybe <laughs> trusting it will not end up the way you want it to? Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Speak up, yeah couldn't hear you. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, that's just, you just got to have that trust as a quarterback. You know, you got to trust that these guys are going to be where they need to be on the right time. Um, and if it doesn't, you know, that's something that we, we'll go to the sideline and fix. Um, but I can't play, you know, question whether a guy's going to be at the right spot at the right time. Um, I just got to be able to trust it, trust my reads. Um, and if they're not there, then, you know, I'll have the feeling of, all right, the timing's thrown off. This guy's not where he needs to be and just progressing through, finding those check downs, things like that. Um, it's not something that I try and spend too much time focusing on. Is I just got to be able to have that trust in these guys, and I do. So. Taking a lot of heat this week. And what do you say to him, or what do you guys do to just maybe just try to get you know, something going a little bit? Yeah, um, you know, my message to Chris is just you know, keep your confidence. Don't, don't let any of that stuff um, you know, ever wait, let your confidence waver or anything like that. Like, I got complete trust in Christian. Um, I know he knows this, um, but you know, the ball's going to. Like, I trust all my receivers. The ball's going to come out regardless, um, you know. So uh, just keep that confidence. You know, we all, you know, when you're losing, it's a lot, a lot of people want to point fingers, things like that. So it, it happens. You know, it comes with the territory. Um, you know, he's a professional. He knows that. Um, and that's everybody in the locker room. But, uh, you know, I told him to just keep that confidence up, keep making plays, just move on to the next one. Um, but, you know, a lot of it isn't his fault. You know, I could be better for him, um, things like that. So, um, you yeah, know, just keep that confidence. I, you know, I trust these guys, and we're going to go up from here. There you go. That's Jordan Love talking to the media. And just that that last portion of it, I thought, was was important. And you hear that, you know, what do you say to Christian Watson? And it just you, you got to keep plugging away and don't lose your confidence. It's not like he's going to stop throwing him the football. But I, I said this last night. I'll say it again today for those that didn't hear it last night during the huddle. I think just that particular back and forth with the media, with uh, Jordan Love, that's probably the most comfortable and more confident and more assured. I, I don't know. There's just something about him, you know, um, that he sounds better. And I don't know if that's an indicator of things to come. I, I don't. I don't know. But I'm just. 
normally it's very robotic. It's very cliche. And there's a few answers like that where it sounds like he's searching for words and just throws out the cliches, but just sounded better for lack of a better term. Just sounded better. Uh, we got, what do we miss when we come back? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael show. Next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offer ends 11 Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show, just about ready to wrap things up. A few minutes to go. You got Darlington right now over Stratford, 7 0, with uh, just a little, little over a minute to go before half. So I uh, wanted to give you an update there on uh, high school football. So uh, today, before we get out of here, we have got to ask the question What do we miss? So I have a Brewers story for you, I have a Packers story for you. But before I- we do that, this is trending on the internet. This is a big internet story today. Carissa Thompson went on Pardon My Take. She was at Fox. Now she does stuff with Amazon. Maybe she's still at both. I'm not 100% sure. She went on Pardon My Take, and she shared this anecdote, which I thought was really funny. I didn't think anything of this, and now I see people getting mad about it online. So I want to play her comments for you, Bill, and get your take. This is about 30 seconds long. This is Carissa Thompson, who does, you know, halftime sideline reporting, that kind of thing. And I've said this before, so I haven't been fired for saying it, but I'll say it again. I would make up the report sometimes because, A, the coach wouldn't come out at halftime or it was too late. And I was like, I didn't want to screw up the report. So I was like, I'm just going to make this up because, Mm -hmm. first of all, no coach is going to get mad if I say, hey, we need to stop. Uh, hurting ourselves we needed to be better on third down we yep. need to stop turning the ball Pressure over the quarterback we need, yeah exactly <laughs> and and do a better job of getting off the field like they're not going to correct me on that right. i'm like it's fine i'll it, just make up the report it, so there are like molly mcgrath is they're journalists that are mad about this and i think this is hilarious bill i'm not gonna yeah. i think this is funny <laughs> i you know i think it's funny uh to a certain extent but when you start saying this is what they told me that's when you start to say, well, wait a minute, you know, um, you can't do that. Uh, yeah, I, I get it. I get why some people are upset about it. And it also, it, here's the other thing. For anybody that does sideline reporting, it, th- it, it throws shade on them. because And there's coaches that don't want to talk, you know, and, and but that's part of their job. So if Carissa Thompson says, hey, she would have been better off going, coach didn't want to talk, tried to get him for an interview, didn't want to talk. Uh, you know, obviously they got some things they're taking care of, or he's upset about this or this and this, then it's kind of you saying, this is what they need to do. And the coach wouldn't talk to me. 
But boy, I, yeah, I can see that she's going to take a lot of heat for that. And and like she said, she's never been fired for it. But now that she's actually put it out there and exposed it for what it is, boy, do you think she gets fired for it? No, I just I just think it's funny. I, I think it's funny that she can sum up all of the sideline reports into like three right. or four cliches. It's like, oh, right. better on third down. Oh no, press I the agree. <laughs> I, I think funny. the the, the halftime uh, you know is is more about what happened versus what are you going to do no coach is ever going to give you yeah they're never going to give you like total breakdown uh but if you can say coach what happened there you know how do you correct that he can say hey look you know guy ran the wrong round what's whatever happened blah 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 and you know they need to pay attention to detail okay that i can appreciate but i i get it i why i got i i understand why people are gonna be mad so two things, and we, we don't really have time to dig into these, so maybe they can both be conversations for tomorrow. Number one is uh, Jesse Rogers of ESPN reporting that the Cubs are going to keep an eye on Corbin Burns if the Brewers start mm-hmm. to sell out. Right. So pay attention to that. And something that we should definitely talk about tomorrow, Dan Graziano of ESPN mentioned the Packers as a sleeper team to sign Kirk Cousins this offseason. So just, all I'm saying, just think yeah. about that. Talk about it and tomorrow. And that, that would not surprise me. That, I, I've said that before. That would not surprise me. If they decide in uh, Minneapolis to cut him loose, it would not surprise me if he – first of all, he's been good in the division. And secondly, he'd be a good veteran to kind of lead the way if indeed you don't believe that uh, that Jordan loves the guy. So, no, I, 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 he would be a good gap filler. And then you'd probably go out and try to find yourself uh, another quarterback along the way, somebody that can sit now behind Kirk Cousins for a couple of years. So, but remember, Kirk is going to want everything guaranteed up front. Just an FYI. Just remember that. All right. That, man, what a day. Today flew by. Flew by. Great stuff by everybody. Charge is always good. The live stream got off to a rough start. In and in strong. Everybody. Everybody. Good stuff. Good stuff. Until we talk again, 20 hours from we got a good football game tonight. I can't wait. I might even have a couple of a couple of beverages and do a live tonight. Who knows? But until we talk again, 20 hours from now, time for us to go. Have it going. Hoo-hoo.